I had just turned 40 and I was still waiting tables, still writing my novels, hadn't sold any, gotten close, gotten agents, always so frustratingly close, but it wasn't happening. And I was starting to get a little frustrated. It was much on my mind, my age, what was happening, lack of success. Okay, there it was, but still going, still going. I was also a father of two kids, the youngest of whom, Jack, as I have mentioned on this podcast, was on the autism spectrum. And that expressed itself through communication. He could talk, but a lot of times he just didn't. We didn't know why he wouldn't. And it was never clear if he was hearing us or if he would understanding what it was very difficult when he was young got older it all changed but when he's five which is when the story takes place four or five we'd uh it was very unclear so one night uh jack goes to bed and he starts crying we go to get him and we pick him up and we hold him and he stops crying but he's so tired so he starts laying his head down oh he starts crying again we pick him up he stops crying lays his head down he starts crying so uh, what's going on we don't know dad is going to bring him to children's hospital which i do now Full disclosure, to end the drama, it was an ear infection. That's all it was. But we didn't know that. And Jack couldn't tell us because, again, he wouldn't always answer questions. So off we go to Children's Hospital. First, the intake nurse asks a bunch of questions. <sighs> he won't answer them. And I say, look, here's the situation, the autism spectrum, the language, blah, blah, blah. Okay. In we go to the room, to the, to the waiting room. And now comes the nurse, pediatric nurse. And she also begins asking Jack questions, which he can't answer. But as I'm watching her talk to Jack, I can tell that she is someone, seems to me, who loves children, who got into this work because she loves children and she wants to help them. Child is in need. Child is, in, is unwell. She wants to help. And she could see that he wasn't responding and it upset her. That was my impression. It upset her that his language was not what a four or five-year-old would normally be, that he wasn't responding, that it wasn't clear what he was understanding. And I felt bad for her. And I said, you know, it's not that big a deal, really. Uh, his older sister, she, she didn't start talking until she was like two or three. It was really weird. And and my father was late to speaking. And you know what? So was I. I, I really didn't start forming full sentences till I was about three years old. And as I told her this, she sighed and she said, oh, right. And you're a success. And at that moment, my first reaction was to look at what I was wearing, to say, what about this jacket and jeans and sneakers says success? Nothing, of course. But I didn't correct her because here's the weird thing. Even though I was waiting tables, 40 years old, hadn't sold any books, I didn't feel like a failure. I still felt that within me, there was some success waiting to happen. Just like I sensed that within Jack, there was someone who had a lot to say and who did understand, but it just hadn't expressed himself yet. I think it's really important. I, so I thought that really she was saying the truth, even though that success had not expressed itself yet in me. And I think it's important to remember about ourselves. Our books begin in places that only we can see. The desire to be a writer, this is a dream. It's a dream that lives in us. And eventually that dream is expressed in the stories we tell. Well, our success lives us lives in us as well. And eventually it will express itself. And I understand we want to see it expressed, that that's when we know it's real, but that's not how it works. You know, with kids on the spectrum, the thing that often hovers around them is success, interestingly. How will they succeed 
professionally, romantically, interpersonally, how will they succeed given their behavior? That's the great fear, failure. Well, I know from raising Jack, from my own experience of writing, that it is my job to focus on the success within me that I feel, and we all feel, to allow it to come through, to allow it to come through. Just like I focus on my stories that live within me first and allow them to come through. You know it's true. You know it's true that you are, if you don't call yourself one already, that somewhere in you, you feel successful. It feels inevitable. If you tune into it, you stop looking around at the world around you, at the things you don't like, at the stuff that hasn't come yet. You know, it's like looking at a book that isn't written and saying, why isn't it written? Where is it? If I was a writer, it would be written. No, no, you want to write it. And I would posit to you, you also want to see that success come out of you, express itself naturally. You are interested in how it will be expressed. You are more interested in how it will be expressed than simply seeing it. Because once you see it, it's going to be on to the next thing anyway. Just like when you write and you finish your book, you're on to the next story anyway. Yeah. Well, thanks for watching. As always, if you have any questions, if you have anything you want to say, put it in the comments. And if you don't want to miss a dose, say so. Say so. Subscribe and say, I like it because I love to respond. So until next week. This is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.